we get to the hotel and he opens the door and he's naked with a big boner and we're like oh my god and he like invited us in it was just like a lot of lust and oh my gosh like heart racing like thrill and if you have a big enough dick you don't have to pay cover no way welcome to sweet release Cody. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Thanks for being here. We have known each other for a few years now. We work together. We mm-hmm. used to work together. And today I want to talk about your open relationship, your just your fun stories, and just kind of give some advice to people that are curious about exploring mm-hmm. more in their partnerships. Um, so first, do you want to start with talking about your relationship and what kind of motivated you to explore sexually yes uh so we're not i wouldn't say technically open um any outside bedroom stuff we do together or inside the bedroom together um with each other we don't do anything separate from one another um so it's fine lines of open relationships it's our version of an open relationship but yeah, boundaries. Um, and it, they're evolving um, continuously. So we, we've we been together 14 years. Um, we just had our 14th anniversary. And so, but it started, we were talking. We were very comfortable with each other. And we were just, I don't want to say like in the bedroom getting a little stagnant. But we were both um, wanting a little more thrill and uh, more engagement. Uh and we're it's been 14 years so we've been together since i was a teenager so i sometimes feel i missed out on dating and going out in one night stands and things like that um which came out in our discussions of potentially opening the relationship um and that is where it stemmed from and um not necessarily missing out but thinking about like what if I was single for all these years and um, haven't met someone and you're just looking for someone or something mm-hmm. do you um, and it's been a couple years right since you since you've been exploring or? yes um, and I, I feel like you have influenced that a little bit like it was always talked about um, but it very early in our relationship we we're at a sex toy bingo. We won a deck of cards and it was like four play cards. And one of the cards in there was have a threesome. And I was totally against it and like threw the card away so it wasn't in there. And I was like, no, no way, like we'll come back to that deck of cards because then it was just very intimidating. And just, I was like, well, the whole sex toy bingo thing and all the prizes and toys and things that came along with that. What's it was sex toy bingo. Uh, you play bingo at a bar and there's just like sexual tension where certain numbers, um, there's a, a command you do if okay. the number's called. Um, you or you make a sound of an orgasm when you get bingo. Oh, fun. Um, and then if you don't have a bingo you get spanked or if you break a rule you get spanked and there's rule like all sexual related bingo um and yeah that deck of cards i was like oh yeah well i'll never be in an open relationship or have a threesome or oh my gosh like 
I was like, Aaron, you're mine. You can't do anything. Like, I, and I feel like the feeling was mutual. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that conversation like initially when you were like, did you bring it up? Did he bring it up? Was um, kind of it like- was after we came to L.A. We've been here seven years and there was, there's just so many more people here and the gay community is so much bigger and open and I've never had to come out in California. Like sexuality kind of doesn't matter here. It's not a topic for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would get phone numbers like working and I would tell Aaron I'm like, and then it, I was like, oh my God, all these people. I'm like, I want to go on a date with one of them. Like, I don't want to fuck them, but I want to go on a date with them. Uh, and so it kind of just evolved because then I would be like, oh, I have a partner. And then they would be like, oh, I'm not interested. I'm like, oh, I'm like, he was hot. Or I'm like, that would have been hot. And then um, the first time it happened, we were at a coffee shop. Uh, and this person, I was checking out this guy and um, he was a realtor going, showing a property. And we eyed each other and then we went and got coffee and we came out and sat on the patio and he was then on the balcony and we were eyeing each other again and Aaron was unaware but I was like who's this guy and then I, I didn't mention anything but I was like oh he's hot and I know he was checking me out because I was like it. You could tell. Yeah. and um we left the coffee shop and his business card was on my bike seat and I was like oh my god and Aaron was like what is that and I, and his picture was on it and Aaron's like who's that I was like he's showing this house right now So I texted him and he came right over after his showing and I was like, Aaron, should we? And and he was like, yeah, like it was just like a lot of lust and oh my gosh, like heart racing, like thrill. And we invited him over and we were like, oh my God, what just like, I can't believe that just happened. And he was in a suit and pulled up in like a fancy car and just like came right upstairs and (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, they're right. yeah. And, um, so then we were like, oh my God, like we, it, and then it was kind of just like forgotten about. We just like talked about it and um, like, yeah, it just. But it was organic. And it yes, yes. Like it, 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 it felt real. Like nothing we were seeking and it kind of just happened. And I was like, yeah. hey, I'm not by myself. Like I, so, because I, I, um, like present as like a single gay man Mm. um like even on social media and aaron's aware and that is a little difficulty in our relationship Mm. but that's just like my persona and i'm my life i keep more personal Mm -hmm. um so that like that's a struggle that we're working through and going through and um well that might lead me to a question i was going to ask you was like how do you how do you deal with emotions that come up or jealousy or insecurity? Has that ever been a challenge for both of you guys? Um, it, it, it's, I would say he has a little bit more um, insecurities and jealousy than I do. I'm just more alpha and confident and I've always, ha- always has been. Mm-hmm. So then that, like, I, because I, I think Aaron's a 10 and like, in, and I, I feel like I'm a 10 and I'll, I like only go after 10s. Like I, if you're not in my league, I'm not interested mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I I am just hooking up for a hookup, I'm not like not, I'm not emotionally like it, it's, if we're hooking up with people, we're, I'm not like emotionally attached it's to sexual. it. It's very sexual. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, like you could imagine like how guys could just fuck all the time like i'm like that's like a quick get off is great Mm -hmm. like and then there's no like i'll forget about all of them and then aaron he'll mention this guy remember this guy remember that guy i'm like i have no idea who you're talking about and he's like, well, and then you'll show me a picture. I'm like, don't remember because I don't care. Like, I, I'm not trying to dwell mostly on. Physical, yeah. yeah, mostly physical. Um, there are some times where it's very passionate and emotional, but it's not like that's not sticking and I'm not looking for that. So maybe that's why it just like it gets filed away and shredded like in my head. And I'm not I don't dwell if it was good or bad or great or mm-hmm. um, but when it's great for both of us. And the other person or persons, like, it, it's memorable and we'll attempt again. Um, but nothing, like, relationship building off of. Um, there has been times where they'll be very into me and then try to wedge themselves between us. Mm-hmm. We've dealt with and, well. and purposely be pushing him away and aggressively seek me and my attention only like through social media through like private conversations Mm -hmm. um those things i'll i lead on a little bit but i'm not like i tell aaron i'm not looking for a relationship but we we both have sexual banter through social media as most people do Mm -hmm. um and he has his um entourage and i have my entourage like so uh, and then sometimes they they meet yeah they intersect and then that's great um but i don't really take it personal if someone's not into me i don't yeah it's the more you explore other people in a relationship there's always going to be somebody that likes one person more Mm -hmm. than the other Mm -hmm. we've been in quite a few relationships where the women were more hetero and so they definitely wanted his dick more than my pussy and i was like okay well i'm the queen though let's let's bring it back to me this is a package deal (laughs) but no there's i i had to realize that that's just like it is what it is sometimes people just are more attracted to certain energies and um the women that have stuck around like multiple times are the ones that are equally interested in us yes yes so that's the ones that keep coming back and talking about attraction like you look at someone and before you your body knows instantly if you're attracted to them or not Mm -hmm. like before you could even blink you already know if you're interested um and that is different for everybody and constantly evolving Mm -hmm. Um, depending on, cause I'll, I could find someone so attractive and then they start talking and I'm like, I know you, I'm out of your league all of a sudden, like in a heartbeat, like from one or one gesture that's made. Um, so we talk about that a lot too. And cause I'm into this type, but then I see someone that is not, that doesn't fit that mold. And I'm like, I'm so attracted to you because of the X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. What is your specific type? type? Um, masculine um and then yeah like masked like someone like me almost where it's like some people think i'm straight which i think i'm like great um and then other people like oh i knew from the start and and then some people just say that because they will feel stupid Mm -hmm. or be like oh i knew that about you or i knew you were a top like because of your energy or whatever and Mm -hmm. um but uh, and more reserved I don't, like, if, if they want to go to WeHo every weekend, I'm like, I'm not interested, like, in doing that. I, 
um, be a masculine fit, hung. I love that. <laughs> All Oh, I love more sums. <laughs> oh, we've done more sums. Okay. Um, yeah, we uh, we've been going to we stumbled upon a place in Palm Springs that was um, men only, and then Palm Springs it, it just didn't think that far to it being like gay men only um, adult place where clothing optional. Um, and we've gone there. We're not really that free spirited, but we'll do speedo and like cover ourselves. And um, but then like commotion happens there, and then there's more people. And um, but then it's I don't really like waiting around in a group setting. I kind of like you don't like the foreplay. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not the, the biggest fan of like the, of that. Um, I like to just knock it out. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yeah, get in, get out. Like, if it's going on and I can get in and out, like, that would be great. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be the first one there and trying to be the last one there either. Right. Like, um, so, but it, it tends to work when it's a bottom and we both fuck them and they're into it. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, so your, your dynamic in your relationship, you, you guys both kind of, like, switch, right? Or yeah, you- we're both pretty fluid. Um, and it... I feel like most of the gay community is, unless they're like, they've only been about them forever. Mm-hmm. But they, like, if you're in a relationship to when people say, I'm only this, I'm like, well, uh, it's it's hard to believe because it's mood, for me, it's mood-based and really? like craving-based. And um, there's so many factors that go into what you want to do or like if it, if you're just trying to go to bed, it's not you're not going to be fucking all night. Like right. you're just going to get off before bed and go to bed. <laughs> like, you know, or before work in the morning, like real quick, you're not going to be, are you going to top? Are you going to bottom? Like, I'm, I got to go to work. So we're not going to be doing any of that. <laughs> but, um, so what does a quickie entail? Oral? Yeah. Oral. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. How does kink play a role in your exploring? Do you guys do any of that? Like, um, no, we, um, we have like very early in, um, our threesomes experience, somebody was like, I want to be choked. And I was like, I was like, oh, and Aaron was like being very gentle and he was like, choke me. And Aaron like, wasn't like just holding, I guess his neck. And, um, and then I was like, oh, I, I'm like, I'm going to choke the fuck out of you. <laughs> And, um, cause I was like, he was like, he wants, wa- it. He wants it. So then I like, so then, I, um, I started doing it and like, I was like about to break his neck. I thought, and I was like, this is so hot. And he was like more. And I'm like, you're going to die. You might die. <laughs> um, but like, so that I was like, oh my gosh. And then Aaron's like, oh, I'm not into that. He's like, that was scary. And I don't, he's more gentle. Yeah. He is a gentle man. Um, but too, like, it's, I feel like three the threesomes is like a kink. Um, so we there's not anything that we have that is like BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talk about it and um, we're like open to it. It's just haven't really found. But in Japan, some of it, like it, it's in our path. Like it's kind of like manifesting itself into our journey. That. Japan, yeah, you were just there. Yes. Um, so, and your 
BDSM stuff hanging up. I'm like, there it is. Like it's, <laughs> it, it is. it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of underground in Japan, right? Like, yes. A bit of a um, there. there were, there was a, um, uh, like a little district, a little WeHo there. Um, but, uh, so we went out on a Thursday night and we were the only ones out there. Like nobody was at any gay bar and we went to each one and we're like, this is stupid. And they were telling us, oh, come back tomorrow. Like no one's going to be out tonight. Come back tomorrow. We're up until five Friday night and Saturday night. And we were like, oh, okay, great. So then Friday night we went out at like 10 o'clock and no one was out yet. And we're like, what the heck? And we passed a club or a bar. We were unsure of what it was, but there was a line of a hundred people. And we're like, I was like, I want to get in line before the line gets longer. but And I didn't know when it opened and everything's in Japanese. So, and everyone is Japanese. So there's language, cultural barrier. So we went around and we went and had some drinks. And I was like, Aaron, I'm just thinking about this line and what it was. Because it was all gay men. And, and I'm like, we're going, we're going. I don't want to miss it. Like, I don't want to miss out. And we're out and we're going to be out till 5 a.m. Let's just go get in line. So we went and got in line. Had to pay a cover. It was nine thousand yen, which is about sixty bucks. So it, it's kind of a heavy cover, yeah. and it, Japan is generally like much cheaper. So we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is a lot." And we're like, "We don't. It must be something in here." Mm-hmm. So it was like um, red velvet walls, like curtains, like down this hallway. You got a wristband, and then we came in, and it was like a locker room. And people undressing and we weren't sure if it was a spa but there was hundreds of people like shoulder to shoulder we're weaving in and we had no idea what was going on they're shouting and music and a a bar and people a curtain to get into another room where like that is where whatever this place was and we're like where the hell are we so I go to the drag, there was a drag queen in there. So I go to her because I'm like, you're comfortable and familiar and I'm sure you speak English. And she did. And I said, well, I don't know. We don't know. Like looking at her with confusion. And she said, you have to take your clothes off and you can only wear your underwear. And so I unzipped my pants and showed I wasn't wearing any. And I was I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to just make me walk around covering myself and I'm going to be the only naked one because it was underwear only. Shoes and underwear, that was it. And she said, no, you could only stay in this commons area if you don't have underwear. You have to keep your clothes on. So I'm like, well, this is lame. This this area is lame and I we're not going to pay this money to stand in here in the lobby of this whatever's in there. So she said there was a... Uh, like an adult store a few blocks away go get some and come back and so we went and got some uh, and that was they had them so I had to go to another bar put them on they were way too small so I had to go back I'm like could I return these I'm trying to go to this club and then they didn't have the size and then he said go across the street there's a um, Andrew Christian underwear store Um <laughs> next door I went there as he was closing the door turning the sign to close and I was like please I need a pair for the and he's like we're closed so then I turn around to go back to that store to get it like a more expensive pair that I didn't want to get and he was closing the door to close and I was like please please and he let me come in and buy the pair that I did not want to buy 
and it was a jock strap like open ass that I was like, oh, fuck. I, <laughs> not the one I wanted, but I need to go to this club and right. we didn't want to go back to the hotel. And Aaron was wearing like gym, like spandex shorts. And he's like, I am, this is embarrassing because I'm in like <laughs> the ug- <laughs> the worst I pair to be in because they're all in like, uh, like a sock, like one around the leg and thongs and Borat things right. and uh, right. like uh, twine thongs. Um, so we went back and they were all thrilled that we were back because we're the only white people. So they knew we came back and um, and that, well, before we get in, um, they on Saturday nights they measure your dick size to determine how much cover you pay. And if you have a big enough dick, you don't have to pay cover. No way. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, Dang it, we're not Yeah, Saturday. yeah, we were leaving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that would have... I, so I, and that was a night where you covered yourself, so you go in naked. This was oh, just God. underwear night. Okay. Um, so we undress, we check our clothing and everything we had, and then we open the curtain and it's just packed, like thousands and like Japan, every everywhere you go, it looks whenever you disturb like an ant pile and you see them all scatter. That's what it looks like in Japan. Everywhere you go, that's how many people there are. So we go in there and it's packed like that, dark, and we're just all sweating and so nervous. Our hearts are racing because everybody's staring at us like, "How are you guys here? How how did two just white Americans make it into this okay. nightclub?" Um, and then we walked in, grabbed, you're constantly being grabbed. Um, so we just like weasel our way into the dance floor and just start dancing and like just ignore everybody and we're just dancing with each other and, um, like a little circles around us, just people checking us out probably because we're American and the only ones in there. And, um, so then they had a stripper pole in the middle where they did like erotic dancing, like two guys, um, and then everybody sat down, like knelt down for the stage, and then a little drag show happened, and then dancing again. Um, there and we kept seeing all these like sweaty, sweaty guys, and we're like, "Where are they coming from?" And uh, there was a dark room, like in the corner, with like a little slit where you weasel your way into to do whatever you want in there, nice. um, which we were attempting to go into um, watch. And view, but it was just, yeah, um, it was just way too packed, so we never made it in. But we were like gestured to come along with different individuals that were in there. Uh, and then it was, we were the only ones dancing, it was a lot of standing, and I don't know like what kind of even club it was because there wasn't much dancing, it was just. I was dancing the most. I was just pretending I was on Molly and like that's what I was just thinking about. I'm like I'm just tripping and this is Channeling awesome. Nice and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um and it was great and Aaron's just like kind of laughing the whole time like awkwardly like anxious and just like giggly and um and then they put on everybody knelt down again cuz then they had this big buff Asian go on the stage and they tied him up completely from head to toe and it took like 20 minutes but it was like it, it looked perfect wow. and I was like holy cow this and it, obviously it was like a professional rope yeah, tire sure, yeah. yes um so that was like so and I was like oh I was like that's and he was like totally strapped up and 
I'm like, you are in danger. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I don't think safety scissors are going to get through that. Like, um, but like super cool. Like that, like is a form of art and you just think of it as being just like, oh, you're into that sort of thing. But I was like, no, it, it took him a while and he took his time and it was perfectly done. And like, he turned around, it was like perfectly braided down his back, like no loose ends or anything, like his arms, his chest, his legs. It was pretty incredible. Um, so that, that like kink, like I was like, oh, there it is. And then here I'm like, that looks like Japan. Um, so did you guys play at all or was it um so we weren't we didn't like play in there um it was just like we were just definitely enjoying the experience Mm -hmm. um there was another white guy that was in there um like halfway through i noticed so i like darted right up to him when i saw him and i was like are you american and he was like no i'm from spain i'm like okay but you he he spoke english so and he's like what are you doing here how did you get here and I said, I, we saw the line and we got in. He's like, this is super rare for like an American to be in here. Mm. And, uh, but it, it was really cool. Like you didn't, how you paid for your drinks. They just wrote, they tallied your wristband and then you paid like for your coat check, your clothes check at the end with whatever drinks were on your wristband nice. and you were free to go and put your clothes on. Um, so, and we were like, we want to go back and like, like when you do something exciting for the first time, you want to go do it again to get a more, right. more genuine or more fulfilling experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, it was so cool to stumble upon that yeah, and like find experience. like this little underground. Cause then we were telling people like, cause then we went out, the bars were open till five and now it was like one. So it, uh, we were like, Oh, it's still kind of early. And we can't imagine what happens for the next few hours at that place. Right. And, uh, so we just like went bounced around to like the all the gay bars like and showed our faces and only Americans everywhere we went um and made like some friends that then were like hooking us up all night nice. like that felt cool and just flirting our lives away I love it thanks for sharing yeah you're welcome is there um any like challenges that you have to think about or any aspects of, of the gay community or being a gay man when you explore this sort of thing? Oh, it, think about? Um, definitely. And like sexual health is like, it just comes like to the top of my list. Um, mm-hmm. And just like knowing like people's um, health status and being upfront with it. Um, Cause there are so many medications that can be taken for prevention uh, for remission, um, and that it makes it more comfortable experience after that difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool, like the advancements of like American health and uh, maybe not just American health, but, um, advancements with, um, like the medical and yeah. I'm trying to think of what, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. um, so th- like that is I don't know what your question was. <laughs> <laughs> you have that conversation. Oh before, yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. Yeah. And and too, and I think I wonder if um, straight people have the conversations. Yeah, we do. Um, or like if you're going on a date from an app or a blind date, and you are going to go have sex. Gay people go have sex right away. 
like you have sex before your date and then the sex will determine if you are going to go on a date. Oh, interesting. Um, sometimes. <laughs> like I, but I feel like that's most of the time and people like fib and say they're like super um, inexperienced or um, I'm trying to think of the word, like uh, not that open to it and nervous and I don't do this very much. But then they're like, oh, could you DP me? I'm like, that's advanced. <laughs> like, you don't you don't just go to that, right. like, from, like, I'm, I don't do this often. Yeah. yeah, you don't just jump into that. And, like, I don't know. You could be doing that at home by yourself. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, that's interesting. I'm trying to think of the other differences between more. I mean, I guess I identify as bi, but um, I'm in like a hetero partnership. So, but we are always conscious, especially like when we go to parties and when we mm-hmm. are having sex with more people, we're always conscious of, you know, having that conversation of just testing and mm-hmm. just awareness and, and all that. Um, but this, the, having sex before the date is fun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that you guys do differently. <laughs> like, cause us. like, and People talk about grinder, like, yeah, you could go on dates, but it, it, I feel like it's like you go on right now because you're looking right now and you could fuck right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, and that's not a date. Like, you could call it a date. I, I'm dating someone if you're fucking someone. Like, mm-hmm. gay people just fuck a lot. And there are some, like, I don't want to fuck or like I'm just making friends, but then they get horny and then. Your mind takes over. Right. Your dick takes over. <laughs> just sometimes. My pussy takes over. Yeah. Too. And you're just like, you're blinded by the puss. Yeah. I mean, most of the time our dating is actually like, we do go on a date, but we often take the person home like that mm-hmm. first date, that first night. Because you know right away if you're if, if you're having a bit of a conversation, like we were saying before, Immediately. the chemistry is there or yeah, if you want to fuck. You give each other a look and you're yeah. like... So there's always like a few drinks first for mm-hmm. us, but then yeah, it's always that first night usually, unless it, they have a boundary, you know, I'm respectful of boundaries. Oh yeah, um, it's usually like this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, like it's pre-planned in year. Yeah. Um, and two, we we would have we would find hook up with someone like under the influence, and now we have like a strict like not under the influence rule, mm-hmm. just because then things get gray and your mind may change because you're under the influence and the lust of it may change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like safety, like you are essentially meeting strangers and um, it's easy to lie and hide a lie and um, True. or be ghosted after the fact. Mm-hmm. So um, we generally tend not to be under the influence. Yeah. Unless we are at like a pre-arranged like if we're at a party and something like that mm-hmm. but if we're looking together for right now it's sober stay sober mm-hmm. yeah what are any other things that you've learned or maybe just advice that you would have for people that are exploring in their partnerships um like everybody has their own interest and own taste and turn-ons and turn-offs and none of it is personal like, you can't be mad at me because I don't like something about you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't control that, that I d- am not attracted to you or, like, that's, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, it's, 
some people like when they are wedging them trying to wedge themselves like they're that's personal um and on purpose but if you're generally not attracted to someone or into whatever they're into like that that's nothing to worry about that's it's good advice it's hard to take things a lot of us take things personally oh extremely extremely leads to shame or you know yeah a lot of it just gotta keep that mindset Mm -hmm. that's good advice Mm -hmm. What, what, um, like parts of, like, how has this changed and shifted your partnership with Aaron? Has it been really, like, have you, has it been, like, a lot of growth, you know? Like, do you feel like it's opened you guys up? Is this kind of the trajectory you're going to move towards in the future? Like, is this, I don't know. Um, so it's, it's kind of, like, like I said, it's evolving, um, and, I'm three different people from when we met and he's a he's different personas from when he when we met and so it it has slowed down it like there's high points and low points sometimes it's not we're not seeking anything like most times and then sometimes it started when we would go on vacation and we'd be like oh let's fuck someone here like wherever we are because then we're not home no one knows um, here, like at home here, uh, and then sometimes we're just like we're fucking horny. Let's like, um, and when somebody else is interested, that makes it like that. That makes it great. Um, but there, there are like with any advancements, there's struggles and um, accomplishments along. So we still like find things that um, irritate both of us that we talk about um and we know when someone one of us is irritated with something and then we say let's go have a drink and then we talk about it and we air it out and we get on the same page almost every day that's nice so it's good to be on the same page so yeah leads to a lot of communicating like yeah and we try to like hone into like same paragraph like get really in depth to what is great or what is the bother Mm mm-hmm do you have any other positive experiences or accomplishments or <laughs> stories you want to share? Um, yeah, one of um, a guy we, this is a funny experience. Um, there was this super hot guy in Chicago um, and we thought he, we were being catfished because I feel like I've shown you pictures of him before. Okay. And we were like, we're being catfished and we're going... So so hot and he's at the fanciest hotel and he's like i'm on the 60th floor and i'm like there's no freaking way you're real and we're gonna get there and you can be like grandpa or some like rich like trying to sugar daddy us and so we were so nervous and this was like very early in in it um and we get to the hotel and he opens the door and he's naked with a big boner and we're like oh my god and he like invited us in because too like we never spoken it's only over text so then also there's that barrier and he could have easily shut the door and we came right in and had a great time and we like went to the coffee shop right after and we were like holy fuck oh my god like we kept saying his name to each other because it's like a european name and we were, and he like messaged us, and he's like, "Come back anytime." And we're like, "Oh my god, we're here for three more days." And he's like, "I'm leaving tomorrow. Come be- tomorrow before we check out." And we're like, "There's no way we're gonna be able to do that again." And um, so we were just like waiting, like we didn't do anything. Like we went out and had like two drinks because we're like, we don't want to get too drunk. Mm-hmm. 
we don't want to be under the influence if he calls us to come back. Like we are like on standby. We like we are digmatized. And and the next morning he's like, come back. And we're like, oh my God, here we go. Like so stoked. And we get there and the first time he didn't come and he was like totally chill with that. And then it's kind of like, it sucks when one of them doesn't come, but then some people just don't or like whatever. And then he came and it was so, it was so hot. And we were putting our clothes on and there was a knock at the door. And we're like, who the fuck is here? And he's like, oh, fuck. He, like, got a little panic. And we opened the door, and it was another hookup coming. And we were like, we all four of us were like, bye. Like, me and Aaron were like, bye. And we just left <laughs> and um, went back to the same coffee shop. And we're like, what the fuck just happened? And we were like, and Aaron was stoked. He's like, well, he came, so he's, he's not going to come for that guy. <laughs> like... And uh-huh. <laughs> yes, um, and then he like so, w- and then we became friends on social media. He lives in LA. We're like, oh my god, I can't wait to see you in LA. And um, and then so he's just like one of our buddies now. Like we're, we're no longer hooking up with him. It was just like it was just that one time. But we had been very friendly on social media, and um, yeah, that he was like top two. Love it. Fuck yeah. Well, as we're wrapping up, I do have like a final question for you mm-hmm. that I'm going to start doing with all my guests. Um, you know, this is the Sweet Release podcast, so you know it's about that sweet, sweet release. When was the last time you had had a good <laughs> orgasm? Uh, <laughs> the most recent one you had. So uh, we just got back from Japan a week ago, and. Um, we were we were gone for three weeks so we got back it was late it was like 11 o'clock and we we just had the uber drop us off at the grocery store right down the street from our house so we could get some food and a couple drinks and just go home and we we got those things we made it home and aaron was like oh there was this cute guy at the store that we were eyeing or him and those two were eyeing um so he's like let me go online and see if i could find him, found him, came right over. Oh my god! And I was like, Aaron, what? Like, what's going on? I was like, well, we just got home. We have, like, our backpacks were still on our back. Like, and he was on his way over. Um, and he he was super timid, and I don't do this often. I'm. What's your stat? What's your health status? I'm super nervous and anxious. And then he is the one I'm referencing. Like, he was like, I want to come back, but could you guys DP me? And I'm like, you, I was like, Aaron, I'm not interested. Like, I, <laughs> um, I was like, you don't tell me. Yes. Um, but then he, I, I think people, a lot of people don't, they don't, you don't show all your cards. I especially don't yeah. like right well, away. Exactly. Um, and then you're just. Like I'm, you could be so into something, but not re- no, you're not ready for it, mm-hmm. or like build up your experience and confidence to attempt something further down your fantasy. Mm-hmm. So I guess DP, I've never thought of it for a guy. That's just your butt in your mouth, right? Like those. No, buttons. two in your butt. Oh, double in your butt. Oh yeah, double. I was thinking. That's um, uh, Eiffel Towering. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is in the mouth. Because <laughs> well, DP. 
for a woman, I guess it's, I was thinking vagina and butt, mm-hmm. but technically it could be both vagina or, yeah, I don't know. There's different. Yeah, it, it's your interpretation too. Yeah, okay, cool. That's, yeah, that is wild. That, so that wasn't, you didn't come. Oh, yes, yes, I, yeah, oh, we did. did. Yes, we oh, did. Okay. Um, we did. Uh, and, and it's always like nervous because I, I was like, I have no idea who this person is. I, did, I wasn't eyeing him at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always, there's always that like little thrill also that I love. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is the guy you were talking to at the store. Not exactly my type, but I'm into it. And yeah. I'm into Aaron. And if Aaron's excited about it, I'm excited about it. So, and I, I don't put any judgment on anybody and what they like and don't like because I'm not them. Yeah, very true. Well, I always love chatting with you, Cody, and I miss working with you. <laughs> oh, same, like same. We had good banter and chats mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. our sexcapades. So I appreciate you coming on and being vulnerable and opening up. Absolutely. You made it more comfortable than oh, I was expecting. Oh, so. good, good, good. Well, thanks again. Any last words? I just... No, I just, um, I wish we would have recorded our sexcapades like while we were on the clock and <laughs> like every chance we had just 10 seconds to say to each other about something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's, it's really cool to see it come to this. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>